Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, my dear friend. I'm so glad that I can speak to you through this broadcast once again and encourage you with the word of the Lord. And today I want to speak to those that maybe uh, have some anger against God. You know, we've been studying the book of Jonah and also we find in the life of Jonah that there was a point that he was angry at God. And the funny thing is he was angry because God had been so compassionate. Yes, sometimes we can be angry about so many things. I mean, I know, as you have probably also had, that uh, speaking with unbelievers, when you try to tell them about the love of God, they voice their anger, anger, and they say, oh, if God is love, then why these wars? And they blame God for everything. But here we see the servant of the Lord who is angry at God because God had shown such love and compassion to the city of Nineveh. Well, I think you know the story in the book of Jonah. It's a mighty story, and I just like to encourage you. It's just four chapters uh, to just read it once more, and maybe not just once, but a few times, and maybe take a pen and, and just write down some of these wonderful scriptures of these different characters, what we can learn from them. We started out with the voice of the Lord who spoke to Jonah for him to go to Nineveh, but he was disobedient and ran away from the presence of God. He ended up in a big storm of his life. He was thrown overboard and God sent a big fish to take him. And after he repented and cried out to the Lord from the belly of the fish, it said that God gave an order to the fish for him to vomit him on the land. And Then it says the voice of the Lord came again to Jonah. Well, you know, this was something powerful in the life of Jonah. He had firsthand experience of what it meant, the real revelation of how you can mess it up and then to see how great and good God is, how compassionate and how he forgives. Oh, my friend, have you already experienced that? I can tell you in my life, I was a young man Well, you know, I was raised in the church and uh, from baby on, I was taken to the nursery and and uh, through all the years of Sunday school and then the teen meetings and the youth meetings. And I was always there. My parents brought me, but also out of my own heart. I loved the Lord. Well, I wasn't perfect, but you know, I loved the Lord. I was not in a, in a very, I did not rebel and go into a very sinful life. You know how some have their testimony, how they ran away and maybe got into drugs and prostitution. And I don't know all these things that we know are, you know, the, the sinful life. Well, I didn't do that. And yet I was praying to the Lord, Lord, I, 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 I been in church as a child. I, I, I know, you know, everything that I know how to do a service. I can pray a prayer. I can take the offering. I can even say a testimony or give a witness of what you have done on the cross. But, you know, I really need to know what is your grace and and, and what does your grace and mercy really mean to me? And I was thinking, well, maybe I need to go into the world and do some awful deed and then come back 
and go on my knees and cry before the altar and then find out what it means to really be forgiven. You know, I was thinking in these ways and uh, I cried out to the Lord and uh, I was, uh, you know, uh, not a perfect man. No, I even remember I stole some packs of gum, but you know, to be a thief, well, you had to steal more than some packs of gum. Well, at least that was all in my mind, you know. But I remember one night, the Holy Spirit came over me and it was like I received a, a shower on the inside. And it was like the Lord was cleansing through the blood of his son, my whole body, my mind, my, every molecule of my being and inside and outside and my spirit, man, I, I believe this was my real born again experience. And uh, it was like he was cleansing me and washing me. And, you know, I was crying and I remember that after that experience, you know, I thought I was a clean young man. I thought, you know, I was not in that sinful life because, you know, whenever you were at church, you try to to to, to do a play maybe or, 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 or some uh, sketch and you're trying to show what sin is. Well, you have your typical sinner that you want to want to show to the world, you know, but, 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 you know, I found out that I was a sinner lost, lost for eternity. And it was not because of the sins of others. It was my own faults and mistakes and iniquities. And, and I was just as guilty and just as lost as the person that in my eyes was a real true sinner. I was a real true sinner, even though I thought I was a nice, young, clean man. I knew I was not perfect, but I found out I wasn't perfect at all. I was a real sinner lost, but that the blood of Jesus was shed for me. And oh, that moment, I tell you, so many years later, uh, almost, uh, what is it, uh, 35 years later, you know, I, I, I'm still so... in with such a passion, I'm preaching the gospel. It was because of that experience when I was 15, 16 years old that I found out that I was lost. I was on my way to hell and there was nothing I could do. My good works were not saving me. There was nothing I could do to be saved, but it was the grace, the goodness of God. It was the sacrifice of Jesus that cleansed me made me all that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life because of what he finished and accomplished for me. And the burden was taken away and the chains were broken and I was set free because God intervened, because God came in my life, because God showed me love and mercy and goodness and because of Jesus and he conquered hell and death and he took all my shame and, uh, well, you know all these things. I hope you know it, but it happened to me. And it was my experience there that brought a passion in my life and in my heart to preach the gospel all around the world because after God so graciously saved me and gave me a place in the heavenlies because of what Jesus had done for me, I, I, I felt so compelled that, you know, if God saved me, oh, who am I that, you know, that I should go to heaven and others should go to hell. I need to do whatever I can that others may also have this experience that I've had. And, you know, Jonah had also this experience. 
You know the story in chapter 2, 1 and 2, how he was thrown in the ocean and how he had that conviction and was convinced that he was lost and cut off from life and, and that he really proclaims there it was the grace and the goodness of God that he was saved and, and that he was brought out and that God is the only true deliverer. And he had that hole and that put him in such a zeal and put him so on fire to go to Nineveh and, and to fulfill that promise and commitment to go and to be obedient. And, and then he starts preaching in Nineveh, 120,000 people so lost and so in darkness. And they all repented and they all cried to the Lord and they repented and, and changed their habits and their doings and they sought the face of God and they sought the favor and grace of God, even though they didn't know him. Still, they sought him and and, and it says the Lord forgave them and saved, uh, saved that whole city. Well, you know, Jonah, he sat on that mountain overlooking the whole city of Nineveh, waiting what God would do. And then he gets disappointed and not only disappointed, he gets angry that God did not destroy that city. And then suddenly he comes back and says, you know, that's the real reason why I didn't want to go to Nineveh. That's the real reason why I ran away and took a ship to Tarsus away from the presence of God, you know, because I knew already. I knew you. I knew that you would be slow to anger. I knew that you would be abounding in love. I knew that you would relent to send that calamity on that city, that you would save them. And, you know, he, he gets so upset. And, you know, God could get so upset with Jonah. But God, he, he, he takes time and he does something wonderful here to show Jonah his real nature and character. And all that he says to Jonah is, is it right for you to be angry? Is it right? I think he said the same thing to Esau when, you know, um, I think he said the same thing to Cain when Cain and Abel both sacrificed to the Lord and Abel's sacrifice was accepted. But the Lord was not able to accept that sacrifice of Cain. And Cain got so upset and angry. There was so much anger in him. And, and God, in other words, says, Cain, if, if, if your heart is upright, if, if you are in a harm, harmony with me, if all is well, then, then why would you get so upset and be so angry? You know, if all would be right, if all is okay, then why do you get so upset and even entertain these thoughts and he had thoughts to kill his brother, and he did kill his brother. And uh, that was the things that that came out of the anger in his heart. And my friend, maybe you are listening, and maybe there's something that you are angry about. And instead of coming against you, you know, and, and pointing a finger to the things in your life, maybe the Lord is just simply asking you, is it is it really right for you to be so angry? Is it right for you to be so angry at the church? Is it right for you to be so angry at your pastor or at your fellow brother or sister in the Lord? Is it right for you to be so angry at life or at, you know, what you went through or, or, or to be so angry at God himself? Is it right to blame him for all these things? And, and, and don't let that anger take hold of you and bind you up and bring you to deeds that 
oh, that will bring such a terrible punishment upon your, yourself. And maybe you are right in one way, but because of the anger and how you let that anger control you, oh, you're so aw- way off and you're so missing the truth. Oh, God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be so angry? And then God, you know, it was a hot, it was a hot day. And uh, God lets this miracle tree grow up. And so Jonah, he is sitting in the shade of that miracle tree and he's enjoying that shade and he's looking to Nineveh what will happen. And uh, in the same time, he's letting that anger come in his heart. And that night there comes a worm and God brings this worm to eat away that tree in one night. And the next day, that miracle tree is just dead and and away. And, and the heat is there all day. And God sends a very hot southern wind. And, and Jonah, he's there almost dying in that heat. And while he is dying, he gets so upset and so angry. And he gets so angry that that tree is gone. And how could that tree die? And, and he gets so upset. And God starts to deal with him and says, Jonah, you know, that tree, is it right that you are so angry for that tree that it's gone? And Jonah said, yes, of course, it's right for me to be so angry. And yes, I'm justified to be so angry. It's so hot and I'm sitting here, you know, I've, I've done your bidding. I've done your will and I'm dying here in this heat. And finally I had that tree and now it's gone. And he gets so upset and God said, but how can you get so upset? And so angry about that tree that just was there in one night, a miracle tree in one night. And well, the next day it was gone, but you're so upset. How much more love and compassion would I have for this whole big city of 120,000 people? You would just shove it away. You would just, you would just take it away like it was nothing. These lives of these 120,000 people. Oh, God cares for the lives of people. And he's trying to teach Jonah here. Oh, Jonah, why are you so upset with me? Upset with your calling? Upset with how I move and how I work? And upset that I'm showing favor? Upset that I'm still giving time and that I'm not bringing my punishment upon this world? And my friend, sometimes we can be so upset about so many things and even be so upset about God and the way he works. But Jonah had to find out Oh, he forgotten so quickly. He had forgotten his whole experience that if it really was, if God would really be just in that way that there was only the law and no grace and no forgiveness, he would have let Jonah die in the waters. But he rescued him out of the depths of the sea and gave him a new opportunity. And my friend, let's be honest. How many opportunities have you had in your life? Aren't you thankful that God didn't, didn't push you to the side and didn't, didn't, didn't destroy your life because you were disobedient or maybe because you didn't, didn't get hold of the truth immediately or, or because maybe you needed some more time to come to a point of, uh, uh, of repentance and, and it maybe took you more time to, to change your life. And maybe if you're honest, there are still some things in your life that God is showing some grace and some forgiveness and some favor that he's giving you time to change your life. And, and yet at the other hand, we can be so angry. You know, I must think of that story that Jesus told about 
this man who had such a great debt with the king and there was no way he could pay it back. The debt was so high. But the king said, listen, I forgive you of your debt. I, I canceled that debt over your life. You don't have to walk around with it. You know, I won't leave it upon your shoulders. I just canceled that debt. I forgive you of that debt. Go your way with peace. Man, that man was so liberated. He was so set free of that yoke that that knife upon his throat was taken away. That chain that was pulling him into prison was broken and he was set free. His total debt canceled. And then when he was walking outside, he saw another man who owed him just a little bit, but he got after him. And he said, uh, you'll be put in prison and we, you will not be set free until you pay back to the last dime. And when the king heard what he had done, he got so angry. He said, how is it possible? You had a debt you could never pay back, but I was gracious over you. I forgave you of that debt. I set you free of all the bondage of that debt. And now... You hold someone else captive who only owes a little bit. It's nothing compared to what you owed. But yet you hold it against him like it's the worst thing. And, and, and you put a knife on his throat and you put him in prison and in chains. Oh, and the king said, because you've done this, all oh, that debt is back on you again. And you will be taken to prison. You won't get out anymore. You know, this shows us how the Lord is. Oh, when he shows favor to you, you must show it to others. Oh, he has shown favor to me and I must show it to others. And, you know, we can get so upset, but the Lord would say, Oh, is it right that you are so angry? Angry? Do you have the right to be so angry? Maybe angry at your friends or, you know, oh, maybe we have forgotten the grace that God gave to our life and maybe we have forgotten all oh, the forgiveness we received and now we are turning around and we become some kind of a judge over other people's life. Oh, I tell you, oh, don't do it. Don't be like Jonah as he was in that attitude. It makes me think of another story, the story of the prodigal son. You know, the prodigal son, he went away and he spent all of Papa's fortune uh, and he spent it uh, on a life with harlots and, and a terrible sinful life. But he came to a point where he found out, man, what did I do? Oh, I blew it all. I, 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 oh, I cannot go back home anymore, but I'm dying here. I, I, I either die here or I go back home and ask the father, ask my father for forgiveness. And, you know, he went home and his father gave a brick big party and he said how wonderful my son who was lost he's back again he's alive again he was dead but he's alive and you know that's a wonderful story oh it's a story that needs to be preached but there's another story in that story and that was his brother his brother never went away and didn't blow his father's money on harlots and a sinful life he was very nice at home, taking care of all the things of Papa, but you know, he never enjoyed it. And when his brother came home and his father, he said, come in, let's celebrate. His brother, the brother of the prodigal son said, I will not go into the celebration or the feast. And he got so upset and so angry. Oh, that brother of mine, he blew it all. And now he's here and the whole house is celebrating 
you know, he never understood that he himself had that favor and grace upon his life and that he was saved. Such a a, a terrible, you know, uh, burden that he didn't go like his brother into the world and had to carry that shame. And, you know, how wonderful for you if you don't have to go that route as the prodigal son. But yet sometimes when we don't take that route, we don't always understand how much grace and forgiveness has been given to us and that we also were on our way to hell and we were just as lost as the prodigal son, that it was the same grace and forgiveness and goodness of the father that came to the prodigal son which came to the brother of the prodigal son. But the brother said, I will not enter into the feast. And I would say today, oh, is it right for you, you brother of the prodigal son, is it right for you to be so angry? And is it right for you to miss all the goodness and favor of the father because of the anger? Or maybe you are right that your brother blew it all on harlots and a sinful life, but but are you really so right that the anger that you allowed to come in that is destroying you and keeping you from your blessings, are you in your right to be so angry and to blow the blessing that God the Father has for you? And my friend, oh, let's learn from this, this final part out of the life of Jonah that I'm sharing with you. Don't be like the brother of the prodigal son. Don't be like Jonah, who was angry that God saved this city, but cry out and say, thank you, Lord, for saving my brother. Thank you, Lord. Oh, that you love that city so much that you did not destroy it. Because, Lord, I was also lost like my brother. But thank you. I didn't have to go that whole terrible route into the world. And I didn't have to take that whole burden. You know, it makes me think one day I said, Lord, I don't have a testimony like that person who was healed of cancer or that person who who was healed of that terrible disease or who was delivered from that terrible addiction. And you know, suddenly the thought came to me, oh, how thankful I am that I don't have a testimony like that. I have a great testimony. You know, if I would have a testimony like them, I would have to take that road or I would have to go through that valley of sickness or addiction. But the Lord, oh, how gracious is he that he didn't let me go through that whole valley of darkness, of sickness. I have a testimony I have a testimony of God's goodness and love and grace that he gave to me because his spirit came upon me and he revealed to me through the spirit that I was just as lost. He showed me how lost I was and he showed me how powerful Jesus and the blood of Jesus is. And my friend, I want the same for you. Oh, I want the same for you. Don't be angry and don't cry out like Jonah and others, but say, Lord, thank you for saving them. Thank you for saving me. I was just as lost. I didn't deserve it like they didn't deserve it but you saved them and you also saved me thank you for that in jesus name and father i just ask you for those that are listening all oh, that they will give their anger to you today and that lord they will start to see how favored they are and how blessed they are and even though maybe they are partly right they're still missing the big picture the big picture is that you are good to all your children and you give your favor to us and your grace and your goodness and so let us rejoice today 
over the favor and the grace you're giving to others because we know we are receiving the same and even greater grace and favor upon our lives. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 